Hello and welcome to this latest installment of Barnard's on the NBA. I am your host, Matt Barnard, and I'm joined here by my son and co-host, Emilio. Hello. That's uh, it's Emilio, and we're joining you here today to uh, get to one of our uh, classic uh, college all-time teams. We're talking about the University of Memphis, once known as uh, Memphis State. Uh, we're going to be running down our... Um, our choices for uh, the all-time starting lineup from uh, Memphis among NBA, uh, NBA and ABA players all-time. Talking about uh, starting center, power forward, small forward, shooting guard, and point guard. There are uh, 39 players who have played in the NBA and ABA who attended Memphis. Mills, uh, who'd you have at your starting center? K. What do I have at my starting center? I had K. Tell us a little bit about K. <laughs> Yeah, um, K, uh, he, uh, he's a five-time All-Star. Uh, to be clear, we're talking about Larry Keenan. His uh, nickname, uh, K, one of his nicknames, along with Special K, Dr. K, Mr. K, Big Cat, and Super K. Or Mushun Keenan, as he's known now. Uh, Mushun Keenan, yes, that's correct. He changed his name upon converting to Islam uh, post-career. But let's get into uh, Larry Keenan. We talked about this guy uh, fairly recently on our uh, Spurs all-time episode. Yeah, I mean, he's a five-time All-Star, ABA champion, and all-rookie team. But, I mean, this guy deserves uh, more accolades, I think. Yeah, I mean, uh, so a guy who played, uh, you know, uh, uh, 752 regular season games, uh, got 57 postseason games in there as well. And uh, let's talk a little bit about what you see in uh, his statistical profile. I see a Hall of Fame career. No, come on. But, I mean, like, I had a number of seasons where he uh, got up over 20 points per game which is uh, pretty impressive, certainly. Yeah, well, I mean, I think he could – you could put him in the Hall of Fame if you wanted to. Like, if the NBA was like, oh, really like Larry Kane, we got to get him in there. I, I don't think, like – I don't think, like, it would be worse than Dino Rasha. Well, there have been some questionable choices uh, for the Hall of Fame. There's no question about that. I don't know if he quite, quite gets to that level, but a guy who uh, began his career in the ABA, uh, having been uh, taken in the, uh, in the ABA uh, – excuse me, the NBA draft uh, 1973 – uh, and debuting uh, in, the, in the ABA that year and not making his NBA debut until 1976. But, um, yeah, pretty solid uh, NBA career. I mean, putting up, uh, you know, uh, some, uh, as I mentioned, uh, some seasons in which he scored over 20 points per game, averaging 17.2 points per game for his career. So pretty solid uh, contributor and uh, a notable player at Memphis as well, actually made it to the national championship game uh, for Memphis uh, where they went up against uh, Bill Walton's uh, UCLA Bruins and, uh, that was a game in which uh, Bill Walton had one of the great uh, shooting performances of all time. I mean, yeah, I mean, 21 for 22 from the field and 44 points. I mean, he definitely tried with 20 points, and uh, yeah, Larry Finch scoring 29. But I mean, yeah, I don't think you can really stop uh, stop Bill Walton that game with 44. Yeah, so a tremendous, uh, tremendous run in his in his college career as well uh, for for Memphis. Uh, Larry Keenan with his uh, his number retired at Memphis, number uh, 35, the number he wore for most of his NBA career. If you want to hear more about Larry Keenan, of course, we uh, talked about him on our Spurs episode, although we might have actually talked about him more on this episode than we did on that one already. Maybe not, but yeah, I mean, perhaps. But if you want to hear more about him, you can check out that, not all the nickname talk. But yeah, uh <laughs> Let's move on. Or wait, did you have my side? I didn't. I actually had uh, Lorenzen Wright, who's actually another guy we talked about fairly recently. Uh, chatted about him on the uh, 55 episode we did uh, just recently, our 55th episode, as it uh, as it was. Um, the uh, seventh overall pick in the uh, 96 draft, and uh, 
Yeah, I mean, a, a pretty solid NBA career for uh, for Lorenzo Wright. I mean, I, I, I picked him uh, 778 regular season games in the league, 447 of those as starts. Never a big time scorer, but uh, you know, a guy who was uh, you know ha- had a big body for sure, uh, 6'11", 225, and uh, you know, man, the uh, the pivot for uh, for a fair number of teams over the course of his career, mostly featuring with the uh, Memphis Grizzlies uh, after moving on after being drafted by the uh, by the Clippers. Um, I, you know, wasn't totally sure about which direction to go here, but I think, you know, just in terms of the volume, he, uh, he kind of stands out among uh, his uh, fellow Memphis attendees. Yeah, I meant to mention about um, Larry Keenan. I-, I felt kind of weird putting him in there. I mean, he's not really a center. Yeah, that's a fair point. I mean, Larry Keenan with some pretty decent size. I mean, you could imagine him potentially being a center, uh, you know, at, at 6'9", 205. But, uh, yeah, not, not a position he actually played very much during his, uh, his career. Uh, you want to move on here? Do you have anything else to say on the right? right, like um, tragically passed away. Yeah, it is worth mentioning. uh, Unfortunately, uh, you know, uh, murdered. I mean, shot to death in uh, in 2010. So, uh, you know, very sad story there. Lorenzo Wright no longer with us, despite uh, you know just having been in the league. And uh, you know, wasn't that long ago? He certainly wouldn't have been uh, that old at this time. Uh, So, you ready to move on here and uh, move on to your uh, your power forward? Sure. Yeah, I had a house. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about uh, the man known also as Rich Jones. That's his real name, and uh, House was his nickname. Yeah, this guy um, didn't play as many games in the league, but, I mean, power forward, small forward, but, I mean, two-time All-Star NBA champion, and, I mean, he uh, he put up some numbers, definitely in terms of scoring and rebounding in his end. Um, this few seasons in the league. Yeah, I mean a solid, uh, solid contributor. Uh, Five hundred and eight regular season games for uh, for Rich Jones in, in the league, uh, having been uh, uh, selected a couple of times in the NBA draft in uh, nineteen sixty eight with the forty ninth overall pick, excuse me, and in the uh, following year in nineteen sixty nine with the fifty eighth overall pick, uh, both times by the Suns. Actually, began his career uh, and played most of his time in the uh, in, in the ABA, as it uh, as, as it turned out. Uh, getting a little run with the uh, with the Chaparrals. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, I mean, so uh, you chose him as your uh, as your power forward. Do you uh, just as a philosophical thing? Do you like uh, take away any credit? Do you like discount at all for like stats in the ABA as opposed to the NBA when you're looking at it? No. Not at all. Not really. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I can can appreciate that uh, that way of thinking. Um, Rich Jones, I mean, a guy who put up uh, as many as uh, 22.3 points per game and uh, and 10 boards with uh, 4.1 assists at his best with the Chaparrals. I mean, that's pretty nice. Yeah. Th- those, those are good numbers for sure. Um, he was also uh, notably, uh, according to his Wikipedia page, the uh, last uh, scored the last bucket in the ABA, in the history of the ABA. Wow. Rich Jones uh, in, the, uh, in the 1976 ABA Finals. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, pretty notable. The so, last bucket in the finals, too, probably. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, just the, the bucket before uh, time expired. So, uh, yeah, the, the final shot and uh, final shot to go down in ABA history. All right, so I did not have uh, Rich Jones on my squad. I certainly considered him. He was uh, up there in terms of um, potential candidates. I actually had Larry Keenan as my uh, as my power forward. So I guess it's time for us to move on to your three. Who'd you have there? Too easy. I, I had Tyreek Evans, Rookie of the Year and all rookie team. I mean, he was in that rookie class with Russell Westbrook. 
Yeah, and he actually won. Uh, I mean, won Rookie of the Year, as, as as you just mentioned. I mean, he was a uh, a really strong player. I mean, uh, you know, coming into the league, I mean, it certainly made an impression on uh, on me. I mean, fourth overall pick that year, uh, two thousand nine. Uh, played just one year at uh, at Memphis, and uh, you know, a six six two twenty uh, guy. I mean, you know, very much a, a wing player, but a guy who dominated the ball too when he first came in and. I mean, you know, for me in, uh, you know, 2009, 2010 season, I was enjoying a lot of uh, late night basketball and league pass at that time. And the Kings were one of my favorite squads. And uh, Tyreek, one of my favorite players. I mean, this guy averaged uh, t- over 25 and 5 that season. And, and that's his rookie year. He was killing it. Yeah, I mean, I bet. And I mean, he, he had the famous like half court shot for the win against the Grizzlies, I think. Yeah, you got to check that clip out. Yeah, have you seen it? Uh, I probably have. I don't. I'm not actually not recalling it, but we'll. Uh, I'll, I'll have to double back and uh, check that out. Yeah, he has a long half court shot against the Grizzlies, and um, it's pretty good. And uh, yeah, I mean, pretty good NBA career. I mean, mostly with the um, with the uh, Kings, and uh, um, yeah, I mean, put up seventeen point two points per game on the Kings, but fifteen point seven for his career. So. He could definitely fill it up. Yeah, and I'm not totally sure that he's finished at this point. I mean, you know, he obviously sat out this uh, this entire season, actually sat out the season before this as well because he was suspended. I mean, some substance abuse issues. I don't know all the details of that have come out, but uh, eligible to rep- to uh, apply for a reinstatement this year. So who knows? I mean, it's uh, be unusual for someone to sit out two seasons and uh, then return, but he's a guy who has a lot of talent, some good size, and it wouldn't be completely out of the question to uh, I mean, to think about Clay Thompson. Yeah, I mean, well, that's a great point, he's, right? I mean, he's, he's on reference page too. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you know, it's a uh, different circumstances to be sure, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it certainly could happen. And you know, a guy who's been a, a a real solid contributor in the NBA, if not, uh, you know, a guy who's been able to sustain uh, All Star level of play. I thought that first season he could potentially have been an All Star, but you know, I mean, obviously the bar is pretty high. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to make it as as a rookie, and uh, that that obviously has been his his best year so far, but. A number of solid seasons on his resume, to be sure, and uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with uh, with, with Tyreek going forward if uh, if he gets back in the mix anywhere at, now at age uh, thirty one. Um. So, who do you have at your small forward? Yeah, it's a great question. I had uh, I had Tyreek Evans as well. I thought he was uh, a good choice here. A guy who played multiple positions certainly, but um, yeah, a good spot, a good uh, a good fit at the, uh, at the at the three. So, who do you have at the two? Penny Hardaway. Yeah, this was uh, this was my choice as well. Uh, Anthony Hardaway, uh, you know, one of the, one of the guys I think of, you know, most clearly in in, in connection with uh, University of Memphis. Yeah, I mean, four time All Star, three time All NBA, and um, All Rookie Team. I mean, this guy was um, pretty nice, I would say. And um, I mean, yeah, he's a um, coach at Memphis right now, and um, he um, he put up like a. Good stats in his NBA career. I mean, 15.2 points per game, not including, like, a bunch of trashies and sound mans with, like, the Suns and Knicks. But, and he, but, I mean, yeah. It definitely dropped off after, like, the age, like, 30 season or so. Yeah. And, I mean, but, I mean, still, great career with the Magic. Yeah, he really did have a terrific uh, start to his career. Uh, taken with the uh, third overall pick in the uh, 93 draft, uh, famously selected by the Warriors and then traded to the Magic uh, al- alongside. 
Yeah, I mean, in a deal involving Chris Weber, also a number of uh, first-round picks uh, coming with him in that swap. A uh, real Memphis guy. I mean, born in, in Memphis, you know, went to high school in Memphis, went to college in Memphis. It's a shame that the Grizzlies uh, were not able to scoop him up. Of course, they were the Vancouver Grizzlies at the time, so the timing didn't quite work out. But great to see that he's back uh, coaching his alma mater right now. I know he's a uh, player who, uh, I mean, people of, of my generation, I mean, like he was like hot, hot, hot. I mean, like those uh, th- those Magic teams were extremely attractive with their like sick uniforms the uh, black and white pinstripes, the blue and white pinstripes, the white and black pinstripes. Uh, people love those, uh, you know, uh, unusual numbers that they had on their on their jerseys. You know, Shaq and Penny. I mean, these it was a very very popular team. Of course, uh, you know, uh, Nick Anderson, you know, Dennis Scott on those squads as well. A lot of three point shooting and a really fun brand of, uh, of basketball that they played. So a lot of Penny Hardaway jerseys out there. A lot of Penny Hardaway sneakers out there. I was actually just talking to uh, a guy at uh, one of your practices the other day, another kid's, uh, another player's dad, about uh, the Penny Hardaway jersey that he had. About I was like, oh, I had the Penny Hardaway shoes because I, I did. I mean, they were they were really sweet at the time. So Penny Hardaway definitely a guy who was like very very popular at the time. And I don't know if you actually know this. Uh, he and Shaquille O'Neal actually had a relationship prior to getting drafted because they actually starred or they were co-stars in a movie together called uh, Blue Chips. And uh, like, it, you know, even before they were teammates on the Magic, they were uh, teammates on the set working together as, uh, you know, playing basketball players who were being recruited and, um, you know, moving on to college. So uh, they actually had this relationship uh, yeah, due to that and uh, carried it over to uh, a lot of success in the NBA, including a uh, finals appearance. Yeah. Uh, so some really impressive stuff from uh, Penny Hardaway. I mean, you know, at, at his best, I mean, averaging up to as, as many as uh, 21.7 points per game with, uh, you know, over seven assists. Um, not a huge factor on the glass and, uh, you know, not, not a monstrous uh, three-point shooter either, only a 31.6% shooter for his, uh, for his career. But uh, 704 regular season games for Penny Hardaway, so not the longest career, but definitely a, a, an impactful one. I mean, there's, there's no question about that. I mean, a, uh, a guy who uh, really left a uh, left a mark on the league, and I think uh, the, the cachet that he uh, built up while playing, I think, still is helping him as a uh, you know recruiting at uh, University of Memphis. I mean, this guy made uh, first team All NBA twice. Pretty good. First team. I mean, that's uh, top two guards in the league. Pretty impressive stuff from uh, from Penny Hardaway. I of course had uh, had Penny Hardaway as well on my squad at the two. Want to move on to uh, to the point? Sure, yeah. I had um, uh, somebody who played in the league. Well, <laughs> it's someone in particular, and it's a guy who actually has won MVP. Derek Rose. That's right. Three-time All-Star, All-NBA, All-Rookie Team, Rookie of the Year, and MVP. This guy was the uh, first overall pick in the 2008 NBA draft. And, uh, yeah, talk a little bit about uh, about Derek Rose's uh, career as, as you've uh, witnessed it. Well, I mean, as I've witnessed it, I mean. Yeah, I mean, uh, looking back at, at his career as well, but, I mean, also the kind of player that he is now. Because, obviously, this is a guy who still is playing a significant role in the league. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, started his career off with the Bulls, and, I mean, it was great. I mean, getting up to 25 points per game, I think that was in his MVP season. Yeah, I mean, he won MVP at 22 years old. Yeah, and then he, he um, injured his ACL. And really dropped off, but still, I mean, averaging double digit points per game for most of those seasons after, and I mean, still playing with the Knicks on a playoff run right now. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, having uh, started this season, uh, played last season with the Pistons and started this season with them before uh, getting moved to the Knicks, and absolutely has been playing a significant role with uh, with the Knicks this season. Coming off the bench for the most part, was actually a finalist for uh, Sixth Man of the Year, uh, which was won by our guy uh, Jordan Clarkson. I mean, respect uh, uh, Jordan Clarkson. Um, but uh, p- playing a big role off the bench for the Knicks. I mean, averaging uh, you know twenty six over twenty six minutes per game uh, in the regular season so far, and of course uh, you know a major factor uh, off the bench for them in the in the playoffs as well. Uh, just to talk a little bit about the early uh, career of uh, Derek Rose. I mean, before you were around to enjoy it. I mean, one of the most exciting players to watch in the entire league. I mean, without oh, any yeah, question. I've seen that. Uh, I, I know you have. I mean, but you know, a guy who like if. It would make me watch Bulls games. I mean, like I was like excited to watch Bulls games because I wanted to watch Derrick Rose. I mean, he was uh, he he was that good, six two, two hundred pounds, but like the size really doesn't give you give you a sense of like how athletic this guy was, how uh, how easy it was it seemed for him to get to the rim uh, from wherever he was so fast. I mean, he could dunk from half court. Well, that's a little bit strong, but he could really, really get up for a six-two guy. I mean, you know, I mean, was able to play up, up above the rim, impressive. and uh, you know that season where where he had uh, twenty-five points. I mean, seven point seven assists per game during that season as well. Uh, you know, doing a great job. Uh, you know, uh, getting some steals. I mean, that was his uh, best steal season as well, averaging a steal a game. A really good shooter from the line. Uh, you know, throughout his career, really. Uh, over 82 percent for his uh, for his career, and um, you know, not a major three point threat, so a different style of uh, of guard than uh, than you know than some certainly who have who have dominated yeah. in, in the same era. But a guy who reached an incredible peak, if if not able, not someone who's able to really sustain that over a long period of time. Actually, yeah, I mean, talking about steals, I mean, he's actually averaging a steal a game this year as well. That's a great point. Yeah, you're right. So, I mean, that's always been like an element of this game. And, you know, obviously that can swing, you know, higher or lower in any given season. And uh, I, I think, you know, from my perspective, given, uh, you know, how awesome he was at the beginning of his career and uh, how bad it was looking there uh, as he missed that entire season with the ACL injury and only played a little bit in the 2013-2014 uh, season, uh, just 10 games, to get as much career as we have out of Derrick Rose is, is, is a win. I mean, he's, he's managed to hang around for – now 646 regular season games. So he's had a pretty uh, pretty solid, uh, you know, second half of his career, even post-injury, as you mentioned. Yeah. Uh, one interesting note about Derrick Rose, I think, is that he's uh, obviously mentioned he won MVP. He's, you know, setting up to be like a, a very, very rare MVP who is probably not going to make the Hall of Fame. But I'm, I'm curious what you think about that. I think he could make it. There's, I think there's a chance, but I mean, he would need some late career highlights of note. Maybe like winning the title with the Knicks, like and like winning Finals MVP or something. That would probably secure a spot. Well, I mean, in in all seriousness, I mean, like that would be huge, huge. For, I mean, imagine if he did win Finals MVP. I mean, I that would really not, bolster his case. You got to admit. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, eleven point nine Hall of Fame probability on Basketball Reference. I mean, better than nothing. Yeah, definitely, because, I mean, he does have those seasons where he finished very high on, on leaderboards, uh, you know, uh, through the years. I mean, he's, he's a high-usage player, I mean, throughout his career, uh, even coming off the bench. So I, I think there's definitely, uh, you know, some elements here of a Hall of Famer, but probably not really enough to uh, get all the way there, despite having won that MVP. Yeah. All right, so let's – uh the first player. The, the first player. To win MVP, that um, didn't make the whole thing. 
Yeah, he, he could he could very well be. All right, so let's run through our our, uh, our lineups here again, and we'll uh, take a quick break and uh, and come back and talk about a few more guys. Yeah, um, I had Tanner K, Power Forward, House, Small Forward, too early. Um, too easy, you mean? Too easy. <laughs> point guard Penny, <laughs> shooting guard Penny, uh, and uh, point guard Two Rose. Okay, and I had uh, center Lorenzen Wright, uh, power forward Larry Keenan, small forward Tyreek Evans, shooting guard Anthony Hardaway, and point guard Derek Rose. We'll be back in just a moment. And we're back to continue our discussion of uh, NBA and ABA players who have played at Memphis. Uh, Mills, where do you want to uh, start here uh, talking about some more of these guys? Yeah, let's start with some current players. Uh, let's um, first start with um, the people's charm, Will Burke. I think you're talking about the people's champ. Yes. I keep forgetting. Uh, Will Barton, also known as uh, the Thrill. That's a common nickname for uh, people whose name is Will. Um, yeah, so talk, tell us a little bit about uh, Will Barton. Yeah, I mean, this guy's not bad. I mean, played with the Nuggets mostly and the Blazers. But, I mean, he um, he um, re- he's really embarrassing because he left the Blazers to go play with the Nuggets. Um, Miller, of course, is a uh, Blazers fan. So, and yeah. then the Blazers have had to face the Nuggets twice in the playoffs. So, like, this guy should just intentionally lose. Well, unfortunately, he's uh, not healthy uh, right now. Can't help the uh, the Nuggets in their uh, their current series against the Blazers. So maybe well, he's actually, uh, you know, trying to help the Blazers out by not playing. Well, I mean, I would prefer if he did play and just chuck the ball out of bounds every time he got it. That's fair. I mean, I often feel that way when uh, one of my teams is involved in a game. Uh, but Will Martin, <laughs> it should be said, has uh, certainly stepped step forward in his career uh, since making the move to uh, the Nuggets. No doubt. But, I mean, if he stayed with the Blazers, probably would have improved even more. But, yes, I mean, with the Nuggets, he's been playing I mean, 11.2 points per game for his career. And, I mean, 2.6 assists, 4.2 rebounds. So, I mean – Solid contributor. Uh, absolutely. I mean, has been uh, you know a guy who's come off the bench some, but also uh, started quite a bit in recent years with the uh, with the Nuggets. And uh, you know, the Nuggets obviously have had a lot of success in, in recent years. Will Barton has been a part of that. He's a six uh, six uh, you know swingman really. I mean, plays uh, you know shooting guard and small forward, but can also you know handle the ball a little bit. Yeah. Um, uh, 181 pounds, so pretty uh, pretty thin guy, but a guy you know is pretty versatile and uh, you know can can d up a bunch of different types. Um, a uh, second round pick, uh, 40th overall in the uh, 2012 NBA draft. Uh, it was a pretty big time uh, recruit in uh, in high school, uh, going to Memphis, and uh, has really you know we, we've seen evidence of uh, why that was in the NBA. I mean, it's been a really solid contributor, and you know, uh, 30 years old now, but you would think uh, Will Barton has some uh, life left in him in his career, assuming he can uh, get back on the court. Yeah, with the Blazers. Um, I don't know if he would with the Blazers. I think he'd probably be back on the court with the Nuggets if uh, if, he, if he returned. I hope not. All right, so uh, what other uh, what, what other players are uh, are active right now that are uh, uh, at Memphis? Yeah, I mean, James Wiseman. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about James Wiseman. This is obviously the uh, the number two overall pick in the in the draft uh, last year and uh, played uh, just part of a season this year. Suffered some uh, some injury issues uh, uh, down uh, towards the middle of the year. I mean, played 39 games, and I mean, averaged 11 point, um, five points per game just since rookie season. So I mean, not bad. And I mean, 5.8 rebounds and um, 0.7 assists, 0.3 steals, and 0.9 blocks. But I think you could. I think it was a little upsetting what he did. Yeah, I think so too, and that's probably uh, you know made all the more so by uh, what the guy who was picked like one pick after him uh, did this year. 
uh, talking about uh, LaMelo Ball. I mean, obviously, you know, the Warriors season and their prospects going forward would look pretty different if they had uh, LaMelo in the mix, uh, given what we saw from him in his rookie year. I mean, having uh, him back at point group? Well, exactly. I mean, being able to, you know, play Steph off the ball some of the time. And I mean, like it, it would, it would be a pretty different situation there uh, with, with LaMelo. And, you know, obviously he shot it better than, uh, than people might've expected coming into the season too. But we're not here to talk about LaMelo Ball. We're talking about James Wiseman. You want to hear LaMelo Ball, we have a single on him. So. <laughs> a single episode on, uh, on LaMelo Ball. That's right. Yeah. Definitely check that out. But uh, James Wiseman, I, I think, um, you know, still obviously a lot of potential with, uh, with, with him. He's a, you know, seven footer, uh, which uh, 240 pounds, I think that even undersells like how big he looks relative to everyone else on the court and still just uh, so young. I mean, just, uh, yeah. you know, a little over 20 years old right now. So still, uh, you know, figuring out his game. But, uh, you know, I think a little bit of a disappointment uh, this season just because, uh, you know, the guys taken after him looked so good and because uh, James Wiseman really didn't do a whole lot this year to uh, contribute to, uh, you know, to the Warriors' success. And this is obviously a season that ended in some disappointment for the Warriors. I mean, trying to get to the playoffs and they almost did and they didn't they didn't quite and they didn't get anything out of james wiseman uh, to help them in that direction so a little bit disappointing for them but uh you know so it goes this is uh that's what happens when you take a, a teenager in the uh you know with, with the second overall pick they could have taken someone who was a sure bet i mean you know tyrese halliburton i mean who, who knows there were a lot of other options that were available to them at the time and we'll see how that works out going forward yeah and let's also mention dj DJ Stevens. Okay, sure. Let's do it. Uh, DJ Stevens, a guy who has played a little bit in the NBA. Uh, it's a little bit out of sequence here. But uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about DJ Stevens. Yeah, this guy um, has a nice look and um, he um, he's actually played four games. Yeah, DJ, DJ Stevens, uh, uh, you know, one of these, uh, uh, you know, really brief uh, NBA careers just uh, popping up a couple of times. What's interesting about DJ Stevens is. Uh, uh, played in the 2013-14 uh, season for the Bucks, uh, three games, and then played uh, in the 2018-2019 season, five years later with the, uh, with the with the Grizzlies for a game. Yeah, I mean, per 36 minutes or, I mean, per 100 possessions, I mean, this guy is averaging 24.4 points per game in that season with the Bucks. I mean, this guy can fill it up. Well, <laughs> uh, I mean, hasn't had that much opportunity in the NBA to fill it up, but uh, has uh, played quite a bit around the world, actually. Uh, made his way to uh, uh, places as, as far-ranging places as uh, Bahrain and uh, and France, Ukraine has, has really balled out around the world. So a uh, long career for uh, DJ Stevens, despite the relative uh, relatively brief career in the uh, in the NBA. I was actually thinking about talking about uh, Precious Achua a little bit here because uh, he's a little bit more relevant of a uh, current NBA player who attended Memphis. And why not talk about Precious Achua? I mean, he's averaged five points per game and 3.4 rebounds per game. I mean, if you just look at his stat line, it's not too impressive, but he's actually had a decent impact on the court. Absolutely. I think, you know, people I, I've heard people being impressed by uh, by his strength out there and uh, certainly his potential uh, going forward as a uh, as, as a big kind of uh, in the typical mold you see uh, with the heat. Uh, so pretty solid, uh, pretty solid choice there with the uh, 20th uh, pick in the, uh, the most recent draft uh, back in 2020. Yeah. Um, you can also mention, uh, who, who else were you thinking of here? Uh, I was thinking of Jeremiah, Jeremiah Martin. Yeah. Yeah. Jeremiah Martin, uh, has gotten a little bit of run in the, uh, in, in the league. We can, uh, dig into, uh, dig into what he's done a little bit more. I know you mentioned, uh, 
recently that you remember him from the uh, from the bubble uh, last year with the uh, with the Nets. The bubble. Yeah. What else? Uh, what else you have to say on uh, the man known as uh, Peso, according to uh, Basketball Reference? Uh, shout out Basketball Reference. By the way, I should mention I just saw a Basketball Reference and Sports Reference sites uh, made uh, T-shirts and uh, hats available on their uh, website. So you got to go check that out and uh, support our guys over there. Yeah. Um... Yeah, this guy um, played in the bubble last year. and actually pretty good in a couple of games, like scored like 20 points a game or something. But, I mean, 2.4. Wait, 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 wait. 20 <laughs> points a game or something? What, what are you talking about? I meant 20 points in like one game. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, he um, he put up uh, 24 points in a game, one game, and he played with the Cavs a little bit this year. Wow, 24 points in an NBA game. I know things were weird in the, in the bubble there, but uh, – you know, real, uh, real Memphis guy, uh, born in Memphis, uh, college in Memphis, high school in Memphis. You know how it is. Uh, hopefully, he'll get an opportunity with the uh, with the Grizzlies uh, one of these days. I'm sure that would be very meaningful to him. Just 18 games in his career so far, but only 24 years old right now. So uh, he's actually going to turn 25 pretty soon. Might be in line for a birthday episode mm-hmm. shout out. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. But um, yeah, still, still an opportunity for uh, for <laughs> Jeremiah Martin to uh, to get in the mix. Uh, should be mentioned, uh, this guy won uh, Tennessee Mr. Basketball back in uh, 2015. So, I mean, he obviously was a pretty impressive player in uh, in high school as well. Mr. Basketball. Yeah, so uh, we can talk about a, a couple other guys uh, a little bit further removed from uh, from the NBA at this point. Let's get into... Uh, Elliot Perry. Yeah, let's talk about Elliot Perry. This guy, I was known as Socks. I mean, I, I certainly remember that from his uh, NBA days. Wore really high socks. That was his signature. Yeah, and I mean, he um he wasn't that good, but he um at scoring at least, but he actually played quite a bit. I mean, eighty two games one year. I mean, he put up like eighty two games, eighty one games, eighty two games, eighty one games, thirty five games, sixty games, forty nine games, two games, fifty games, and all the seasons. So I mean, he he was not bad at playing games. Uh, well, he did get five hundred and forty nine uh, games in in the league. Uh, one hundred and thirty three of those at starts. Uh, averaged just 17.3 minutes per game uh, across his entire career. Yeah, I mean, really a, a bench guard all the way through, uh, you know, guy who played mostly mostly the point. I mean, just six foot and uh, 150 pounds, definitely looked light on the court. No, no question about that. Yeah. Another, like, classic Memphis guy, born in Memphis, went to high school in Memphis, went to college at Memphis. A lot of those in the, in the mix here uh, when we're looking at Memphis players. A guy who has his number retired by Memphis, number thirty-four. Yeah, that's what I was about to mention. Which is, uh, you know, pretty impressive stuff. I should mention uh, Penny Hardaway is twenty-five, retired at Memphis as well. I know he's much better. Larry Miller Keenan, number one. Larry Keenan's um, thirty-five, also uh, re- retired yeah. at Memphis. Uh, so you know, really solid career from uh, Elliot Perry as a uh, as you know, pretty little guy. Yeah, I mean, also retired as um, Forrest Arnold and um, Win Win Frog. Um, <laughs> You're talking about Win Wilfong, and uh, what better time to uh, get into uh, the career of Win Wilfong than right now? Yeah, I mean, this guy has a great Wikipedia page. Well, a, a brief Wikipedia page, which is uh, you know uh, seems to be fairly customary for uh, players who played uh, quite some time ago. But this guy was an NBA champion, and as you mentioned, it's number twenty-two, retired in Memphis. Yeah, unfortunately, passed away um, on May eighteenth, nineteen eighty-five, at the age of fifty-two, but. Had a solid NBA career. So, I mean, 10.1 points per game one year. And, I mean, played 268 regular season games. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Uh, you know, taken with the fourth overall pick in the uh, 1957 NBA draft out of Memphis. 
uh, not a Memphis uh, guy, which, uh, you know, maybe doesn't even need to be mentioned, uh, but did win a title with that 57-58 uh, uh, St. Louis Hawks team, where he was a teammate of uh, the great Jack Coleman, who we had discussed uh, just recently, as well as uh, Bob Pettit, Chuck Scher, I mean, some of our favorites, and <laughs> Slater Martin. I mean, I'm talking about Doogie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're on a team with Slater Martin probably pretty experienced and Emma Cauley too. Absolutely. Some of our uh, all-time favorites. Slater, <laughs> uh, seven-time all-star. On that squad. All right, let's uh, let, let's keep talking. I mean, we were mentioning uh, some of the other guys whose uh, numbers have been retired. I think it's definitely worth talking about Larry Finch. Let's uh, let, let's go there. Yeah, this guy um, was not bad. I mean, played two seasons in the league. I mean, got up 10.5 points per game. And, I mean, per 100 possessions, um, yeah, I just like to mention this because sometimes the numbers are ridiculous. Yeah, I feel like the per 36 minutes are a little bit like closer to like, you know, if you play the the entire game as a starter, you know, that kind of thing. So I think maybe for the benefit of our listeners, per 36 minutes would be a better place to go. Well, I mean, just per 100 possessions like raises the numbers even more. Yes, I, I understood. Yes. So, so go I, ahead, Larry Finch. Per 100 possessions. <laughs> yeah, 18.5 points <laughs> per game in his first season. But he actually had a solid MDF work too. Yeah, I mean, just uh, you know, uh, two seasons, so not, ABA, not, not not a long career. Yeah, I mean, uh, two seasons in, in the ABA there. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, a, a solid contributor during uh, during his time there. I think better known for uh, being the, the brother-in-law of David Vaughn and the nephew <laughs> of uh, David Vaughn, the the older <laughs> as as well. Um, taken with the uh, 68th pick in the fourth round of the uh, 1973 NBA draft, and unfortunately, uh, you know, passed away when you were uh, just a small child back in uh, 2011. Um, did want to mention uh, notably a um, a coach as well. Actually, coached at the University of Memphis. Uh, in addition to uh, to having been a uh, player there, was actually as you mentioned earlier uh, on that team that lost to uh, Bill Walton's uh, UCLA Bruins. Yes, actually scored twenty nine points right in that game. Yeah, I mean not bad, but I mean wasn't enough to stop that uh, that classic all time great, all time great Bill Walton. Yes, absolutely. So I know you were interested in uh, chasing down uh, David Vaughn, who uh, David Vaughn. yes, re related to uh, to Larry Finch actually. And David Vaughn. Yeah. Well, the other David Vaughn, <laughs> David Vaughn the younger, uh, comes up when you're looking at, uh, at at players who played at Memphis. Uh, David Vaughn, uh, Memphis attendee <laughs> as well. Yeah. Sorry, it's getting a little silly here because uh, we're talking about multiple David Vaughns. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know which David Vaughn's better, but I mean. Like um, the one that um played uh, the nephew, I think. Yes, this is the nephew of Larry Finch. That's right. Yeah, the nephew of Larry Finch. I mean, not bad. I mean, in the league, but I mean, the other David Vaughn, the father of um David Vaughn, um, he uh he um put up a solid NBA career as well. I mean, ABA actually played oh, for the I, Virginia so, Squires. Sorry, I thought I thought he um. I thought he was at Memphis, too, but I guess not. No, he was an Oral Roberts attendee. We'll have to oh. go to our Oral Roberts episode before too long. Um, but David Vaughn III, uh, the guy who attended Memphis, uh, got in 118 games in the league, having been taken with the uh, 25th overall pick in uh, 1995. Uh, not a particularly notable career, I wouldn't say, for uh, for, for David Vaughn. <laughs> no. All right, so if, if you're ready to, uh, to move on from uh, the David Vaughn conversation, we can uh, – can shift things to a guy who played a much more notable career in Vincent Askew. Yeah, I mean, this guy um, put up numbers. 
definitely played on some notable teams. I mean, uh, no, no question about that. In the, in the early '90s, making his way from the, uh, he began his career with, uh, with with the Sixers, but was uh, with the Warriors, the uh, the Kings, uh, notably the uh, the Sonics. That was uh, you know Peyton uh, Kemp Sonics uh, going to the finals uh, while he was there, and then uh, you know finishing out his career by uh, making stops in uh, New Jersey, uh, Indiana, Denver, and Portland. I mean, so, I don't know how you go from the Nuggets to the Blazers, but whoever does that is like very smart. Well, played only a little bit with the Nuggets. Actually, only one game with uh, with with the Nuggets. But a guy who really got around and, and played uh, some, some you know reasonably large roles on, uh, on on some of these teams. I know you're familiar with Vincent Askew. Yes, I am. And I mean, we once did a Vincent Askew quiz on on a website called Kahoot. So I mean, that was that was cool. Yeah. I mean, or they had a bunch of Vincent Askew questions, but. I mean, his nickname is the Fiddler, which is pretty cool. And yeah, uh, yeah I mean, wore a bunch of numbers in his career, and uh, he's a pretty cool guy. Yeah, played uh, played a bit uh, overseas as well. Played in Italy uh, a couple of years, and actually uh, notable, he actually won the CBA. Of course, the, the the Continental Basketball Association, which no longer exists, he won uh, the CBA Most Valuable Player back to back years. The only player ever to uh, to do that. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty cool for uh, for Vincent Askew. Uh, for uh, completeness sake, taken with the uh, the 39th pick in the uh, 1987 NBA draft. So really uh, out, outplayed his draft position, no question about that. Yeah, and it actually 55 years old. Yeah, I mean, hey, that's uh, that's, that's great work by uh, Vincent Askew. All right, let's uh, l- let's keep going here and, uh, and, and talk about another player I remember pretty well, a guy who was a big-time recruit uh, entering the league or in, in high school and then entering the league, taken with the sixth overall pick in the 2002 NBA draft. I'm talking about Dewan Wagner. Yeah, I mean, he's only 38, so maybe he can make it back. And, I mean, not bad in the league, suffered an illness, it looks like. But, I mean, which kind of ended his career. But, I mean, 13.4 points per game in his rookie season. So, I mean, pretty good. I wonder why he wasn't on the all-rookie team. Yeah, I mean, maybe just a good year for uh, for rookies. I think he didn't play that much that, that first season. I mean, really was uh, beset by injuries uh, throughout his career. Uh, just 103 regular season games after having been taken, as I mentioned, sixth uh, overall in the draft. So, I mean, obviously uh, a, a lot was committed to uh, to Dewan Wagner. I know his father, uh, Milt Wagner, had played in, in the NBA. Yeah. And uh, – he was he was big time at Memphis. I mean, I definitely remember his his college career. I mean, he was he was a huge recruit for Memphis, and um, just I mean, didn't do enough. Uh, I mean, wasn't able to stay on the court enough in the NBA, as you mentioned. Uh, was dealing with colitis at various points in uh, in his career. Uh, had, you know, had, had to have surgical uh, solution to you know deal with uh, some of, some of the issues that resulted from that. So, um, you know, taken off the court uh, prematurely, unfortunately. But um, yeah, pretty. Uh, uh, you know, definitely a memorable um, player from uh, from that time uh, in in the NBA um, and in college. I mean, he was you know Mr. Basketball USA in uh, 2001. So a guy who, who made a lot of noise as a uh, as a high school and college player. Notable uh, that his uh, his son, Dewan Wagner Jr. As you mentioned, he's only 38 right now. His son is considered the uh, number one basketball recruit in the country for the class of 2023, according to uh, to Wikipedia. So yeah, so we you might be hearing the name Dewan Wagner again. In the form of Dewan Wagner Jr. Yeah, that's uh, that's entirely. He could be possible. like uh, best player of all time. Well, I mean that that <laughs> is a bit speculative, <laughs> I would say, but uh, certainly a, a guy who could show up again uh, in in the NBA uh, discussion. No question about that. Uh, so let's let, let's keep going here and uh, and and talk a little bit about um, William Bedford. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. 
1990 NBA champ with the, with the Pistons. Yeah, I mean, good for him. Well, he has the same birthday as me. I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, probably one of the only ones. Uh, the uh, taken with the sixth overall pick in the uh, 1986 NBA draft, uh, big time Memphis guy, born in Memphis, uh, high school in Memphis, <laughs> went, to, went to Memphis, and uh, yeah, I mean, a, kind of a career that was sidetracked by uh, substance abuse issues, uh, but definitely a uh, guy who played in the league, and uh, you know, he got he got one of those rings. I mean, that's pretty nice. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he almost missed it actually. What do, you, what do you mean by he almost missed it? He um he was out he um was out that season before. Oh right right with, with substance abuse issues yes absolutely that's uh, that, that's worth mentioning. Uh, another uh, notable career uh, from uh, Memphis, uh, thinking back on it is uh, that of Darius Washington. Now this guy just uh, a, a brief period in uh, in the NBA, just uh, 18 games with the Spurs back in uh, 2007 2008, uh, have, having gone undrafted out of Memphis. This guy was a big time uh, recruit. Big time uh, prospect, uh, actually AAU national champion at age ten. So uh, you might be able to relate to uh, relate to that. I'm not sure, <laughs> but uh, very memorable for uh, for his, his collegiate career. I mean, he has, has played uh, around the world. I mean, still is playing uh, around the world right now at uh, age uh, 35. But uh, very memorable. Uh, his, the Conference USA tournament game back in uh, 2005. Uh, went to the line uh, down two with uh, no time remaining. I remember watching this, and uh, yeah, he made one and then uh, missed uh, the next two, and his team ended up losing. It was a devastating uh, loss, one of the most memorable I can uh, Oh, I can yeah, recall. I've seen that clip. Yes, I've shown you it before because uh, it, it's such a um, – I mean, it, it's just devastating. Uh, so that was Darius Washington. Certainly I'll always remember him uh, for that, but uh, he's gone on to a, to a career overseas as uh, – yeah, top scorer in the Turkish League, uh, top scorer in the Euro Cup, uh, Finals MVP in the Czech League. So I mean, th- this guy has, has played in a whole bunch of different places and uh, performed at a uh, at a high level. And he's currently uh, playing on the Phoenix Brussels. Uh, for sure. I could also mention uh, Keith Lee. Now this guy is another who has his uh, number retired by Memphis, number twenty-four. Yeah, I mean, this guy's pretty good, actually. I mean, in the league, I mean, he didn't play that long, but I mean. He only played three lit um, years. I mean, dealing with a leg injury, it seems like. But I mean, solid. Yeah, I mean, not a not a particularly notable uh, career, but you know, 182 games. I mean, when you, when you look at you know all these players, I mean, if you get 182 in, that's pretty solid. I mean, you you outrun a lot of guys to uh, to, to get that much run in the league. Uh, Taken with the 11th overall pick in the uh, 1985 NBA draft, after obviously a, a really good career at uh, at Memphis was a uh, first team All American twice, a second team All American another year. So this guy uh, definitely balled out in college. And uh, hey, I mean, you know, he got got to the league and uh, and got an opportunity there. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Also, want to mention uh, CDR. This is uh, Chris Douglas Roberts, a guy who uh, popped up uh, not too long ago. Played uh, pl- played a bit from uh, 2008 to 2015. I mean, yeah. I mean, I was I was born the day before me, and I mean, yeah, January eighth, and. Um, yeah, I mean, this guy, not bad. I mean, 7.1 points per game for his career. And, I mean, 9.8 points per game one season, but could also really rebound it. I mean, three rebounds a game one year. Yeah, I don't know if rebounding was really his game. A 6'7", 200-pound uh, swingman. Uh, I definitely remember him from college. I mean, he could really uh, shoot it there. I mean, I feel like that never really translated to uh, to his NBA work. Um 
Yeah, I mean, didn't do a ton in the NBA. I mean, really just kind of bounced around a few different locations uh, from the, the, the Nets to the Bucks to the Mavericks, Hornets, and uh, excuse me, the Bobcats and, and the Clippers. Uh, always remember him for uh, for his nickname, CDR. Now, uh, CDR so were uh, no longer really in the mix, but I uh, used to have these like CDs that you could uh, write to. So, like, if you wanted to, like, uh, you know, record something on a CD uh, to, for storage. CDRs were a product that would allow you to do that. And when it first came out, it was uh, pretty exciting because uh, you could uh, record CDs. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, so uh, that was his nickname, CDR. Um, all right, so is there anybody else you wanted to uh, make sure we get to before we uh, wrap up this episode? There are certainly a few other players who are uh, who, who are involved. I mean, there's a lot of players from this. I mean, this college. I mean, I don't think we really need to mention any more, but is there any – I mean, if you want to mention any more, okay, I mean, go ahead. But I think me personally, I think we can have the episode, I guess. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I was trying to uh, uh, tr- trying to get you to stall a little bit so I can uh, uh, figure out if there's anybody else. But I, I think we're, we're probably, we've probably uh, done, done enough here uh, covering uh, Memphis players. Um, yeah, thanks so much for listening. Uh, we will uh, we'll be back in a couple more days with, uh, with another episode. And uh, if you want to uh, reach out to us in any way, uh, you can do so at uh, Barnards on the NBA at uh, gmail.com or uh, hit us up on Twitter at Barnards on NBA. And also, if you're looking for any other podcasts, you can check out one of our episodes or favorites with Ava and Matt. Bye.